we're talking today about nurture emails. Nurture emails are the emails that we all get that often are referred to as junk email. So many people are sending out emails on a regular basis that actually are probably turning your customers away from you instead of drawing them in and nurturing a relationship so that when somebody's ready to buy, you're there. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Oh, hello, JJ. Hi, April. Hi. Um, Question for you. Okay. Are you the kind of person who, like, on your phone screen has zero notifications, like on your email and messages, or you have lots? What do you... What do you think, knowing who I knowing am? You. <laughs> what do you think, JJ? <laughs> I'm thinking you have zero. Like your phone screen is clear. Yeah, I cannot handle the little red dot with numbers telling me there's somebody who wants to tell you something yes. and me not knowing what it is. <laughs> yes. Now, um, you knowing me. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> what do you think my answer to that question is? Well, I feel like you might look at most emails mm-hmm. or text messages or whatever like right away but you don't re- you don't really read everything you know no. uh, you're correct about text messages which is, that gets me in trouble because I read them right away and then I go I'll respond later and then never do on my email when you look at the icon on my phone uh-huh. there are 21,183 <gasps> oh unread <laughs> emails <laughs> that- I, my temperature is rising. I, I don't know how I feel about I'm that. I'm sure for you listening that there are a number of you who are like, right now your stomach just got huh? a little sick by that. 21? 21,000. Well, let me, let me explain. Let me explain. Oh, okay, so okay. my work email, no, that's not true. Okay. But that is my, what I call kind of my junk folder, right? Like yes. it's, I still have a Yahoo account. Oh, me too. <laughs> and anytime I need to sign up for anything or I want people's emails, I use my Yahoo account. Um, So I don't send them my work email. So I'm not getting a lot of emails there because clearly I am not good at keeping up with emails. So some people would say, well, why don't you just unsubscribe from all of those emails? If you have 21,000 unread messages, you probably should, well, first off, you have a problem. But second <laughs> off, you should probably unsubscribe to some of those. But I don't. I don't unsubscribe to the ones that I get value from or coupons from on a regular basis. And I don't read all of them clearly because I don't open them up. But I look at every single email that comes through that email box. Like the subject line. Yep. Who it's from and what they're talking about. And if it's interesting and it's going to give me some value, there's specifically a brand. I love Theory clothes, but they're very expensive. I see. (laughs) And I wait for the sale. When I see that sale email, I go and buy as many t-shirts as I can because I'm getting them at like 80% off. And that's the only time I'm going to buy from them, you know, or I'm a part of a couple different nonprofits. And those I open a little bit more regularly because I'm getting updates of what's going on in the work, or sometimes they're just giving me good things to think about, to 
meditate on to information that helps me understand the world better. So I look at every single email that comes through my email box and I open probably about one out of every 10. And the reason I bring that up today beyond trying to like show people the difference between you and I, (laughs) how we handle our phones, is that we're talking today about nurture emails. So we've been going through the Marketing Made Simple sales funnel, made up of five essential pieces of marketing you need to connect with customers and grow your business. They include the one-liner, website, lead generator, nurture emails, which is what we're going to be talking about today, and sales emails, which kind of wrap up this series next week. Nurture emails are the emails that we all get that often are referred to as junk email, right? And a lot of them are junk email because people are doing it wrong. So many people are sending out emails on a regular basis that actually are probably turning your customers away from you instead of drawing them in and nurturing a relationship with them. That's why we call it a nurture email sequence. The goal is to nurture a relationship because when people come to your website, sometimes they're ready to buy immediately and they click the buy now button and they get what they need immediately. But a lot of times they're just checking you out. And so when they come to your website, you give them a lead generator, which is what we talked about last week, something of value in exchange for their email address. Then because they've given you their email address, now you have an opportunity to nurture that relationship, continue educating them about the problem you solve, the way you solve it, offer them value and build reciprocity, help them learn to see you as their guide. So you are there to help them overcome their problems. So they're not ready to buy immediately, but they are ready to buy at some point. And when they are ready to buy, you need to be there. You need to be top of mind. So you need to figure out a way to stay connected with them by sending regular emails. That's what we call nurture emails. They are emails that are kind of a follow-up to the lead generator that are sent out on a weekly or twice a week, or just monthly basis. There's no regular routine to what you have to do. We would recommend a weekly email. But you send out, say, a weekly email that offers some value, solves a customer's problem, and continues to nurture the relationship so that when somebody's ready to buy, you're there. That's right. You can't just say, hey, hi, I've got this thing for sale. Check it out on my website. You want it? And if somebody wasn't ready to buy just yet, well, you need to go ahead and show up in their inbox again and again so that they go, oh yeah, I forgot about that person. Now I'm remembering. And oh, they're offering a really interesting piece of information because that's a that's a question that I have that I need the answer to. So So I guess I'll open it up and I'll read more and find out more. And you're nurturing the relationship along, but you don't want to nurture the relationship to be annoying, showing up in their inbox five times a day. That is not the goal, right? Not like, hi, here I am again. Hi, here I here Hi, hi. No, no, no. It's too much. You need to go at the speed of a nurturing relationship. So- Pop in once a week, 
provide some value. In our episode last week, I talk about Priya Parker and the lead generator that I downloaded. And in the nurture campaign that she is now dripping to me, she is educating me on what she can do to help be my guide and help make the art of gathering an easier thing for me as a person who plans events. And so what I love is that she's made it really personal. And one of the emails that I opened was an email where it's really conversational. And she is saying, hey, April, I know you now know a little bit about what I do. I want to know a little bit about you. And she actually asks me to respond and reply to the email and tell her, what I'm looking for, what I'm thinking, because she's inviting me into that relationship. It's a game changer when somebody asks you to do that instead of just being like, hi, here are these pants I have for sale again. That's so important because what you're talking about here is that the nurture email is a part of the sales funnel. It is ultimately leading people towards a sale. And when you're leading somebody towards a sale, you really want to think of two things solving a problem, and offering value. Those are the two key things that are going to lead people towards a sale. So the emails that you're writing need to either solve a problem or offer value. You may be sending out junk email. You may be sending out email that people ignore. First, let me tell you that fact that you are in their email inbox every week That's good. I want to applaud you for that. That's step one is make sure that you are connected with your customer because really the nurture email sequence is about the long game. It's not about the short sale. It's about the long game and making sure that when somebody is ready to buy, you are there. So first off, if you're going, oh, I've been sending the wrong emails. Things are not good. (laughs) Don't worry about it. I applaud you for sending emails and staying connected. So first, recognize that staying in your customer's email inbox once a week keeps your brand in front of their eyes for when they're ready to buy. Second, you need to look at those emails and say, am I sending the right ones? Am I sending ones that are not annoying that people will open? And the way that you send emails that people will open is by offer value or solve a problem. Those are the two biggest things. So you can send out weekly tips. So here's like, say you own a flower shop. And you can say, here's the weekly tips on how to decorate a home for a birthday party with flowers. Here's how to decorate a home for a barbecue with flowers. Here's how to grow your own flowers. Just weekly tips that you're sending out every week that offer some kind of value. You can announce a podcast that you have coming up, an interview. So you're doing kind of almost like a weekly notification of something that's coming up. If you have a regular sale coming up or you have events coming up, you can make announcements of things that are coming. But a lot of people go, well, I don't have a weekly sale. I don't have, you know, weekly events or things or a podcast even. Well, then what I want you to do is think of what are some tips or tricks, or something of value that you can send your email list on a regular basis. And if you are feeling overwhelmed about writing an email every week, then don't. Write it every month. One of the things you want to do in all of your nurture emails is to push people back to your website or to your call to action. Whatever that thing is, you want to continue to say, 
hey, if you do this, if you actually engage with this product or service, you're going to win the day. You're building a ton of value around it, but you've still got to tell them what you want them to do. Otherwise, you're just popping in for no reason. (laughs) You have to have a reason. And that reason is you want to do business with them. So make sure to be pushing people back to your website or saying, hey, respond back and let's schedule a call, whatever that call to action is. And then the next thing is don't be afraid of people who unsubscribe because yes, did you work hard to build your email list? Absolutely. But people are going to come in and they might not be a good fit or they might not be interested in what you have after all. You really want people to unsubscribe from your list when they're not a good fit because they're not going to buy from you. And so you don't want to waste time on leads that have gone cold, that they're just not interested in your brand or your product or service. So with all of these tips at the end, we're going to give you an actionable step that you can follow that basically helps you create a nurture email sequence so you can play the long game with your customer. You can stay connected with them, offer value, and ultimately be there when they are ready to buy. But before we get to that, you had an amazing conversation with... Brandon Sock. Yes. He's one of our Story Brand certified guides, and you guys know by now that they are the best marketers in the world that will help your business clarify its message using the Story Brand framework. And in our conversation, we unpack how your nurture email is a tool that really truly humanizes your marketing. And he, we also get into how you don't need to ask someone to marry you before the first date. <laughs> you really want to be nurturing the relationship so that when you get down on one knee, they're ready to buy. So here's my conversation with Brandon Sock. Hello, Brandon Sock. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. April, good talking with you. All right. So Brandon, how long have you been a Story Brand Certified Guide with us? So in September of 2021, I will be year four. Year four. So it's been a fun year. Fun journey, fun process, and and just love the community and the people behind StoryBrand. It's been amazing. Man, how has it helped you in your own business? I mean, obviously, thinking back to your own transformational story coming through your first training as a guide, like how's it helped you in your business? So what I love about StoryBrand is it, it takes marketing and it moves it away from how do I interact with statistics and data to get what I want. And instead it humanizes the process of marketing. And it says, those are real people on the other side of an email. Those are real people on the other side of an ad that have real problems. What it did for our agency is it took kind of these vague ideas and principles and it applied a framework to it so we could get consistent results and more easily communicate to our clients. This is the value of clear message and here's how you can do it. And so we love it. We've been using it. We've been around for six years. We've been using it for four. And our business has grown exponentially just in our ability to help customers find more successful outcomes because they're helping their customers. It humanizes marketing. That's what I heard you say. It is something that whenever somebody is looking at the website 
or reading the email, you on the side where you're choosing the words with your clients and on behalf of your clients, you're going, what is the story of that person that's looking and reading and and inviting them into that story? It sounds like it's been a, a big game changer for you. It has been, yes. So we're here to talk about nurture emails today. Like, what is your definition of a nurture email campaign? So when I'm talking with our clients, what I typically end up saying is, and I kind of borrowed it from Don at our original training. He said, you know, that main call to action on your website, the buy now, the book a consult, that's will you marry me? But the problem is a lot of times you're on your first date with somebody coming from an ad, coming from a social media post, whatever it might be. And will you marry me on the first date? The success rate is pretty low. (laughs) It's like, hey, why don't you invite your customer on a second date? And so that transitional call to action, the lead generator, the coupon code, uh, the get a free estimate, whatever it might be, that initiates that second date. And what it does is you get the email address and then you can start building a relationship with your customer. And that is the essence of email nurture campaigns. Again, going back to the human side of marketing, it's a real person with real problems. So a nurture email campaign, I hear you say, is not a will you marry me moment in every single email. It is chocked full of value in helping them understand, hey, this is why you need this and this can help you win the day. So Brandon, I'd love for you to tell us your story about your private aviation client. Yeah, so they're in private aviation, which is kind of an interesting uh, industry because Those people are hard to reach. It is really hard to get the email address of somebody that owns a multi-million dollar company or somebody that uh, whose name you would see on TV or or see on the internet. These are high value email addresses. And so when we get one, we want to treat it with care. We want them to know that we are out to help them win, not to sell them. The sell is actually going to help them win, but we got to help them get some small victories leading up to it. So some people out there listening might be like, wait, you can sell a multi-million dollar product with emails and email education? Is that true? Yes, you can. So it it actually was a funny story. So we we took um, this company and they were uh, needing a total digital refresh. So we kind of, we call it building the foundation, but it, it, essentially takes a marketing made simple framework and turns it into a product. So we deliver all that to them. We got it done right at the end of 2019. And admittedly, this business owner was tired. He had, he had started the company. It was innovative. It was a new approach, but nobody could easily understand it or had ever seen it before. So what we had to do is peak interest, invite into a journey, and then do our educating throughout the email campaign, but also proving that they can be a guide to help them find a successful outcome. So we had a five email series that delivered value, helped them with decision-making, helped them crunch numbers, help it pitch it to their legal and financial teams. And after that campaign had been going for a while, somebody responded to the fifth and final email and just said, okay, you got me. I'm ready for my consult. And I love it because as a marketer, there's not very many times when someone just says, hey, this marketing worked. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Confirmed. 
I am your ideal client. I'll go ahead and sign up for my consultation now. Yeah, so so fun. And for their business, it's been really fun to watch 2020 and 2021 be a totally different story after implementing Marketing Made Simple, implementing that email nurture campaign to help move people through a, a sales cycle that used to take six months. We've now shortened that down where the sales cycle is only taking about two months. And the number of deals that he's doing, these are low volume, but high margin deals. He's been able to close six in the, this year alone, where in 2019, he was able to close one. Oh my goodness. So can you kind of get into the nitty gritty for us? I'm very curious about how you have shortened the sales cycle using the power of these nurture emails. Like what is it about the nurture emails that is helping a client move faster through that sales cycle? Yeah. So what we did is we said, okay, what are the most common questions you get in your consults? And what we find is the cream rose to the top and we go, okay, we need to answer these three questions in the first couple of emails of the nurture campaign or somewhere on the website. And so for anybody out there that's going, man, I'm kind of sick of answering the same questions. And so much of my sales calls are this question. Take that, give your best answer and put it in an email and send it out as soon as someone downloads something from you, interacts with you on your website so that you can position yourself as a guide and help them move along in their customer journey without you having to do the work. Brandon, it sounds so simple. It sounds so simple to go, all right, what are the number one questions that my customers are asking? And I'll just answer them in an email series. <laughs> I mean, it, it yeah. sounds as simple as that. I mean, is it really as simple as that? It really is. And we've seen it work across whatever industry. We've seen it from, and what I love is we work with a variety of customers. So from dog indoor dog parks to private aviation, to manufacturing, to consumer goods, and uh, all the way across the board, answering questions, being a helpful guide, giving away free value, and not just telling people that they can be confident buyers, not just telling people that they can be savvy in their purchase decisions, but giving them the tools that they need through automated emails to be able to actually live out what they're trying to be. So this private aviation company, tell me what are some of those questions that rose to the top, that cream that you mentioned rising to the top? Like, What are some of those that you could describe to our listeners? They structure partnership agreements to where two owners can share an aircraft. Well, that sounds a lot like a partnership, but the problem is partnerships often end like bad marriages because there's poor communication and there's nobody to manage the schedule and when the plane is available to me and not. And so one of those questions, how is this different from a traditional partnership? That's email number two in, the, in that series. And then email number three kind of leads up to, okay, how do I know if I'm a good fit for this program? Because if I'm only flying 500 hours a year, it doesn't make sense. Or if I'm flying 150 hours a year, does it make sense? So we take them through that process of, if you're flying in this range, here's the options that you have. Not saying that we're the best option for you because your mission and everything might be different, but here's what you should be considering at each of these ranges. Again, just helping them make a better decision for themselves. Companies need to be thinking ahead, thinking provisionally for their customer, not just reacting to the customer. They want to know that you care about them. They don't just want your product. 
And so what they're looking for is companies that will align themselves and say, hey, we actually value you, not when you're a paying customer, but we value you as a lead and we want to help you make informed decisions. Oh, Brandon, thank you so much for all of that. So practical, so helpful for all of our listeners. And if you are stuck trying to figure out how to create a nurture sequence for your marketing, you can hire a StoryBrand certified guide like Brandon Sock. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. Well, Hero Makers, it's time to apply everything you learned in this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. First, open up your Marketing Made Simple sales funnel plan. This is your tool to keep track of your sales funnel you are creating for your business. If you haven't downloaded yours yet, go to marketingmadesimple.com and click download the sales funnel plan to start yours. Go to the section that says nurture email sequence, and there is a box where you can write down your nurture email ideas. I want you to come up with three different types of emails that you could send out to your customers that will nurture the relationship and help you play the long game with the sale. So with the first idea, I want you to come up with what weekly tips could you send out to your customers? What are some things you could offer that give them value? Second, I want you to come up with an email sequence title that helps them avoid mistakes. This helps them solve a problem. So what are five mistakes that they can avoid? And the last idea, I want you to offer some kind of expertise. What you're doing when you create this one is offering value, showing how much value that your product has and that it will solve a problem that they are experiencing. So if you don't know where to start, Start with those three, some weekly tips, weekly mistakes to avoid, and answer questions your customers have. If you can get in your customer's email box weekly, then you will be there when they are ready to buy. People do not buy when you are ready for them to buy. They buy when they are ready to buy, and they will only buy from you if you are around. It's all about giving your customer value, solving their problem, and making them the hero. That is why we call you Hero Makers. That's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thanks so much for listening and believing, like us, that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go.